This is episode three of The Way of the Cross, F-Bombs. Hi, you're listening to The Way of the Cross podcast. The Way of the Cross is here to encourage you as you deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow Jesus Christ. So let's get started. Hey everybody, this is your host Jim, and I want to welcome you to the Way of the Cross podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to thank you for stopping by. The Way of the Cross podcast is produced every week as an encouragement in your journey to follow Jesus. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Way of the Cross. I would guess that about 99.5% of the population has one time or another dropped the proverbial F-bomb at some point in their lives for one reason or another. Now, why are some of the reasons that we might drop an F-bomb? Well, sometimes you're just plain angry. You get mad at someone and boom, bomb dropped. Or maybe you're frustrated. You can't get around it. You can't get that round peg to go in the square hole and boom, bomb dropped. Or maybe it's pain. You're holding on to a nail. You swing the hammer. You hit the nail, but it's the one attached to your finger. Boom! Bomb dropped. But what does the Bible say about dropping F-bombs? First, there's no direct quote of scripture that says, Thou shalt not drop an F-bomb. So that means we have to use some principles that are found in scripture to inform us about our speech. So let's take a minute and do that. Let's go to the Word. If we were to look in Ephesians 4, verse 29, it would read, it reads like this, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Now, I don't know about you, but when most of the time when I hear an F-bomb getting dropped, it's not wholesome talk that is coming out of our mouth, and it's usually not helpful for building others up according to their needs so that it might benefit all the, those that listen. And I just don't see that happening. Or maybe you could even go into the, to Ephesians 5, 4, where it says, Let there be no filthiness or foolish talk or crude joking which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Usually F-bombs don't have any of that either. They're, they are, well, let's be let's face it, they're filthy, and a lot of times it's just foolish talk or crude joking when F-bombs get dropped. And, well, maybe we shouldn't be dropping them. Colossians 3, 8 through 10 says, But now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. So what is this couple of verses saying? Here's what it's saying. Okay, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and your obscene talking, or in our day's vernacular, dropping F-bombs out of your mouth. All of that needs to be put away. 
You shouldn't be lying to another, one another. Because see, that's a part of our old self. That's a an old practice. We need to be putting on a our new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge that we are created in our in the image of our Creator. If we realize that we are created in the image of God, we should be talking differently than we when we didn't realize or care that we were created in the image of God, and we should be putting away all of that stuff. And notice that obscene talk is in the same list with anger, wrath, malice, and slander, and lying. So all of these things shouldn't be in our speech. But why is it so important not to use unwholesome, filthy, or obscene talk? This reminds me of a scene from the Andy Griffith Show. If you listen to this podcast, you will find out that my family is a huge, huge fan of the Andy Griffith Show. And one of our favorite Andy Griffith episodes is when Otis is taking an inkblot test from Barney. Barney's trying to help Otis get over his alcoholism so that he doesn't go out and get drunk all the time. And... Barney shows him a picture, and it's supposed to be, well, it's supposed to be a butterfly, but Otis says, hmm, bat. And Barney's like, no, 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 that's not a bat, that's a butterfly. And it goes on, and Barney tells Otis, "You, I want you to know, Otis, you were standing naked before me. And Otis replies, I was not, Andy. When you use unwholesome, filthy, and obscene talk, What's happening is your heart is standing naked before the person you're talking to or all of those that are around that are listening. Your heart's open. And you're showing everybody what's in it. You're showing them that your heart is unclean, unwholesome. Another way of saying this is found in Luke forty, Luke 6.45. A good man brings good things out of the good that's stored up in his heart. And an evil person brings evil things out of the evil that is stored up in their heart. For out of the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Your heart is standing naked before the person that you're talking to. So how do you stop dropping the F-bombs? How do you stop using bad language? I'm going to give you four tips that will help you stop using the foul language. And the first one is real simple. It's just don't have people around you that use foul language. Get people around you that use wholesome talk. Because what happens is is it's contagious. You start, They start using the wholesome talk. You'll start using the wholesome talk. The same thing happens when you're around people that use foul foul language. They use foul language. You return the language that they that you've just heard. What you need to do is get people around you that don't use foul language and that will hold you accountable so that when you do use foul language, they say, hey, you need to quit that. We don't like that kind of language being used around us. That's one of the ways that foul language can be avoided is by getting people around you that don't use it. My second tip is this. Just don't do it. God has given us all self-control. 
so that we can control what comes out of our mouths. So just don't do it. And if you can't seem to muster up enough self-control not to do it, that's when we call upon the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can help us in those fruits of the Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. And that will help us not to use the foul language. My third tip is this. Don't allow garbage to build up in your heart. Now, what do I mean by that? See, there's this old saying, you've probably heard it before, garbage in, garbage out. So when you put garbage into your ears, when you put garbage into your eyes, and all of that garbage goes into your heart, when it's time for you to talk, you're going to have garbage that comes out. Do not let that garbage build up. That's one of the worst things you can do is let that garbage build up. Don't do that. Don't let that happen. The Bible tells us that we should think about things that are wholesome, things that are good, things that are pure. Let those kinds of things be coming into your eye gate. Let those kinds of things be coming into your ear gate. That way they are allowing the good stuff to come in and your heart is full of good. And out of that abundance that's in your heart, the scripture says, that's what you will speak. Remember, we talked about that in Luke 6.45. When you start putting in the good stuff, the good stuff comes out. And that's one way we can keep from allowing those F-bombs and that bad language to come into our lives and then come out of our mouths. So, Another way that we can overcome dropping F-bombs and using foul language is by replacing F-bombs with new F-bombs. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about this. The old language we need to get rid of and we need to start thinking about new languages, new ideas, new ways of being who, the best that we can be. Now, I'm going to give you some um, eight different F-words. Eight different F-words that I want you to think about and begin to use. Let them come up in your life. Let, that, let those things get down in your heart so that they can come out in your actions, out in your words, just out in everyday life. The first one, the first F-bomb, this new F-bomb that I want you to use is called Fruitful. You need to be a person who is fruitful. Now, what do we mean by a fruitful? You're abundantly productive. Now, in this form of Christianity, I would say you're abund abundantly productive for the kingdom of God. What are you doing for the kingdom of God? Are you following Christ with all of your heart? Are you trying to tell people about Christ? Why you, we need to be productive Christians? Are we trying to make our lives better? Are we trying to become more holy? Are we relying upon Christ to help us to do all of these things to be fruitful? The Bible tells us that by your fruits you shall be known. How do you know what an apple tree looks like? It has apples on it. How do you know when you're looking at an orange tree? It has oranges on it. You'll know a person by their fruit. So be fruitful. Have fruits 
that look like the kingdom. What are the fruits? They're the fruits of the Spirit. So what are the fruits of the Spirit? Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against these things there is no law. These are the are the things that we should be that we should have in our lives these are the things that we should be abundantly productive in as the holy spirit gives us the power and the ability to be productive in these things that's what one of the our first f new f bomb is to be fruitful second f bomb this in our new th- way of thinking is to be faithful to be faithful I want to be steadfast in affection or allegiance. That's what faithful means. I don't know about you, but when it comes to following Christ, I want to be a, I want to be steadfast in my allegiance to Him. Reminds me of the old Ray Bolt song, "I pledge allegiance to the to the Lamb." That's what I want to do. I want to pledge allegiance to the Lamb. I love my country, but. The, my allegiance to Jesus Christ comes before that. And even more importantly, I want to be steadfast in my affections. I want to be steadfast in my affections for my God, for my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want to be I want to have that first love in my heart all the time. Now as we've been going through this, I've hope I hope you have heard my passion for loving Christ and following Christ. So I hope you this you might be able might be able to think of what's coming next. The next F in our new F bombs is be fanatical. Be a person who is extremely enthusiastic and devoted to some interest or activity. That's fanatical. Oh don't give me this I don't want to be fanatical. They'll think I'm strange. They'll think I'm weird. Yeah. There are a lot of strange and weird people out here, and they meet every Sunday at, uh, and during the football season, and they call themselves fans, and they are fanatical for their teams, and their team might not even be any good. And when you compare those teams to who Jesus Christ is and what he's done for us, none of them are any good. I want to be a person who is extremely enthusiastic about and devoted to some interest activity and I would even say person I am going to be extremely enthusiastic about what Jesus has done for me and I hope that you can be a person who is extremely enthusiastic about what Christ has done for you our next F-bomb and our new F-bombs is focused I want to be a person who is focused on one thing. Here's what focused is. It, it focused to be focused means a center of activity, attraction or attention. The center of activity, attraction or attention. That's what I want to be as a Christian. I want Jesus Christ to be the center of my activity, attraction or attention. What attracts me? I want 
that to be the same thing that would attract Jesus. Whatever activities that Jesus would be about in this on this earth, those are the activities I want to be about. Whatever would get the attention of Jesus if he were walking the earth, that's what I want to be focused on as well. I want to be on focused on loving him. I want to be focused on loving my family. I want to be focused on the gospel and telling as many people about the gospel as we possibly can. I want to be a focused Christian. Our next F. This is F number five. This is our F5. And I think it's probably the best one, one of the best ones. If we rate tornadoes, F5 is the, one of the big ones. And this is a big one right here. If we drop this F bomb of uh, the F5 bomb, it's forgiving. I want to be a person who is forgiving. Now, what does a forgiving person look like? It's a person who allows room for error or weakness in others. Do you have some errors or weaknesses in your life? Do you want people to be forgiving towards you? Then be forgiving towards others. That's what Jesus was all about. He was all about being for a forgiving God. That's the reason why he went to the cross was so that you could be forgiven. He had room for people with errors and weaknesses. And Lord knows I have errors and weaknesses in my life. And I know that you have errors and weaknesses in your life. And you need him to forgive you of those places in your life where you have failed, where you have had error, where you're just weak and vulnerable. And you have sinned. You need forgiveness. And the, as much forgiveness as you receive, that's how much forgiveness you are supposed to give to others. We shouldn't be holding on to a grudge. We should give forgiveness. We should not be holding on to hate. We should be giving forgiveness. These are. This is a big one, forgiveness. We all need to be forgiven and we all need to forgive. Our sixth F-bomb, our sixth new F-bomb is favored. I want to be somebody who is favored. I don't care if I'm favored by people in this life. I want to be favored by God. I want to be endowed with special advantages or gifts from God. Now, what do I mean by endowed with special advantages or gifts from God? What I mean is this. I want God to see me as he sees Jesus Christ. I want to be advanced. I want to have the advantage of knowing him. I want the gift of salvation. I want the gift of of having people around me that love me. I want to have that kind of favor in my life. Now a lot of times in Christianity we think when we have the favor of God that nothing bad's going to happen to us. We think when we have the favor of God that we're going to have uh, a big house. When we have the favor of God, we're going to have nice cars. When we have the favor of God, our children are going to turn out right. That's not necessarily all true. When we have the favor of God on our lives, what we have is salvation. What we have is God's love being poured out upon us when we really don't deserve it. And the good thing about God's favor 
is he's willing and able to give his favor to everyone, no matter what they've done. God is waiting to give you his favor as well. All right, our next F new F-bomb, number seven, is faith-filled. I want to be a faith-filled person. I want to be a person who trusts in Christ. But even more than that, I want to be a person that has the gift of faith. I want to be a person that just has faith for great things that God could do in my heart and in my life and that would be able to bless others. I want to be faith-filled. But most of all, number eight, I want to be a follower. I want to be a follower of Christ. I want to be, a. this is what a follower is according to the dictionary, one in service of another, one that follows the opinions or teachings of another, or one that imitates another. I think those are all great definitions for Christians and how we should be followers of Jesus Christ. Jesus came to this earth in service to us by dying on the cross for us. And if he would do that for us, what should we be willing to do for others? in service to them. As a follower of Jesus Christ, I want to follow His opinions, His teachings. I want to do all that I can to be a workman rightly dividing the Word of God so that I can follow Him in His opinions and His teachings. I want to be in the Word so that I know what His opinions are on different things. I know what He's taught on this thing or that particular topic. I want to be one that imitates Christ. I want to have the love of Christ. I want to be righteously angered when it's at the appropriate time. I want to be a follower of Christ. Now, if we put all of these together, it would be fruitful, faithful, fanatical, focused, forgiving, favored, faith-filled, and a follower of Jesus Christ. That's a mouthful. But they're not just catchy words listed in a row. They're foundations that build character. They build us up in who we are in Christ. I want to be a fruitful follower of Christ. I want to be a faithful follower of Christ. I want to be a fanatical follower of Christ. I want to be a focused follower of Christ. I want to be a forgiving follower of Christ. I want to be a favored follower of Christ. I want to be a faith-filled follower of Christ. I want to be a follower of Jesus Christ. They're not just catchy words listed in a row. They are the foundations that build character. Do you remember when Moses, that's towards the end of Moses' life, and he's wanting to see God? In Exodus 33, 13, first half of that verse, it says, it, it's Moses talking to God, If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. I hope that's what you want today. I hope you are able to say, God, I hope that you're pleased with me. And if you are pleased with me, continue to teach me your ways, God. Because I want to know you. And as I know your ways, I'll get to know who you are. And as I get to know who you are, I will continue to find your favor with you. 
That's what we want. We want favor with God. I want God to be pleased with me. I want to know His ways. I want to walk with Him. I want to be following Christ. I want to be in the way of the cross. that you enjoyed today's episode of Way of the Cross. If you've been encouraged today, please consider subscribing. And if you're already a subscriber, encourage someone else by letting them know about the Way of the Cross. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Now go and follow him.